Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chris Scott. And the, you, thank you for being with me here tonight on Universal Perspectives. I am a con continuing with my series, Surviving Late Stage Capitalism, What's Next? Tonight's guest, we have Wensler Nosey. He's a traditional tribal member with the Apache people. They're trying to stop a, a, a mine in Oak Flat, Arizona. Good evening, Wensler. Good evening, and thank you for having me on. We are so pleased to have you. Before I launch into the interview, what would you like our listeners here in Northern California to know about you? Um, I guess pretty much what you, what you started with, the, the fact that, you know, I'm um, I'm traditional, you know, I practice my religion. And, um, and what's going on in this country is what really, you know, uh, is really what made me what I am right now to fight for those things that, you know, shouldn't be destroyed. Uh, from the human beings to Mother Earth, so uh, uh, basically, that's that's who I am. Okay, I'm going to ask you soon specific questions about the Oak Flat project that you are opposing, and but I would like to <clears throat> to delve into uh, up here. We have mostly a European American audience that we are talking to tonight, and I'm really impressed with how. You had described this light as sacred to you. Can you translate that for, for us? Well, um, I guess first starting by saying that, you know, when, when, when this all began, it was an Apache issue, and it became a Native American issue, then it became a state issue, then it became a country issue, and now I find it as a world issue. And um, what I find in this fight is that um, it's not only about us, it's about all of us. And like I have been saying to the people in Washington, D.C., that it's important that we go back to the first chapter. Uh, too many times, you know, we when we want to correct things, we only go up to the second chapter and we, we try to make things better. But you really got to go back to the first chapter. And when I say that, I mean what America was prior and then when the colonizations came in and and what happened from that point on to this moment that we're talking and uh, talking today and what we're looking to the future. And one of the things I say is that in, in, in Arizona, the Southern tribes and, and particularly the Apaches that I'm speaking of is that we're the oldest and, and newest, meaning that we're old to the old way and we're new to this new way. And so I tell people don't get offended because, you know, we're the right people to evaluate how the country has turned since 500 years ago because we're old and we're new but the one thing i like to say you know to the to the people in northern california or, or just in the northern area is that you know i i went back to uh europe a few times uh about 30 years ago and um you know found that there were uh people that were indigenous and that's one of the things that i tell i mean white people and that's what i tell the american people here that you are indigenous and the reason why that came so much of importance is because when I'm talking in huge crowds where there's a lot of uh, non-natives, one of the things they tell me is that I lose them when I began to talk about ancestors. And then they tell me about their grandmothers, grandfathers, great-grandmothers, grandfathers, how they came to America and how they were, con uh, they were uh, disconnected to their European ways to become an American. And that's where I tell them that, you know, I'm, uh, there's no American. It's, it's an illusion because you have, you know, you have your identity 
And, and, and there's nothing wrong and shame to hold on to who you are because what they've done to you in a colonized way is what they're doing to us. Uh, and so anyway, you know, I said we're, we're in one big boiling pot that's leading nowhere because of colonization feeding a corporate way of life that we now live here in America. And, you know, it's the same thing I tell Congress, you know, don't get offended because somebody has to evaluate, you know, and give the report of how this country is and what's missing. And I think that's where, you know, where I believe in our spiritual way, um, Native people play a big part in that to helping America be a better place. Yes, one of the things I was I was telling my engineer here, Rich, on the way in today, I was in, I was in a coffee shop, I was cruising around your website looking at the videos that you have on there. And there was one that, lots of them really touched me, but there was one in particular where this young woman She's describing her coming of age ceremony there at Oak Flat and how she was a girl going in. She, it was a woman coming out. And I'm not ashamed to say I was, I was in tears in the middle of the coffee shop. It's so, it's so beautiful. Well, how she described that. I hope people go to your website and look at this, but I was so impressed with how this very human activity continues to be carried out in this sacred place that you are now defending. I'm so impressed with that. Thank you. Anyway, um, <clears throat> let's dive. Let's dive into what is Oak Flat. What is the project? Is copper mining? Who wants a copper mine there? Okay. Well, it deals with uh, real tinsel and BHP, and as you know, they're foreign mining foreign mining giants, and they have a subsidiary called Resolution Copper. And what one of the things American people need to understand is the fact that day one, when Resolution Copper announced they were going to go after this mine, this mining project on Oak Flats, on our sacred place, one of the things they went after day one was exemptions from all the federal laws. And so from the time the fight began to 2000, to 2014, well, in between that time, we had the Tonto National Forest, the United States agency, you know, on the side of the Apaches and because of what this land base is all about. It's not only, uh, I mean, the, the sacredness and the holiness, in fact, is there. I mean, this is where a lot had originated from, from the beginning. But not only that, it, it really is a centerpiece of the way the weather forms itself. And because it's so critical now, because the way Arizona has an abundance of mines, and so when you look at the waterfall, you know, we're talking about, you know, billions of gallons of water. We're talking about where clouds go over and, and this mountain divides the clouds to go in certain places. And so you have, and then the environment itself, you know, so in Apache, and, and I'm pretty sure it's pretty much the same everywhere, if you understand it, is that this place is a female. And the reason why we say it's a female, because it, it not only has uh, medicine plants, food, um, holy and sacredness, and, and the water. What we say is that that's where you can be born and die of an old age. You have everything there. And that's a female. And in and, and our way, in our religious way, it's for us to protect those female places that God created, because that's what gives the abundance of food and so forth and water, you know, especially in the Southwest. And other mounds who just have rocks, you know, those those are just, those are what we call uh, male mounds. But female mounds is really critical. And so what we see happening here in America 
is that America is destroying all these female places. And what the old people used to say after they seen what was happening here in Arizona, that these people don't understand that they're killing the most critical part of sustainability if they destroy these female places. And, you know, they would say these people don't understand what the Mother Earth is all about and how it produces. And so so we have one, again, like I said, it's real critical to our, our, our religion, our identity. Like you're saying about, and her name is Nalin, what she explained about how the coming of age and how it centers around uh, time immemorial. And I tell people that in order to understand that, it's like understanding what Mount Sinai is. It's understanding that before the Bible was ever created, all this religious activities, events that took place is no different here. You know, those things are here as well. And, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, if, if it's just the mentality that, you know, you, you know, people who came from the other side of the world here, you know, more looked at the land base as, as, as revenue, you know, more than, more than sustainability of life. Because what we think about is the children today and the children yet to be born, but not only in the human race, but in what God created on this earth. And so this is why, you know, us Apaches and myself is coming out strong because, you know, once this place goes, you're talking about a, uh, you're talking about a 184 degrees that's going to rise from the center because it's so deep. It's going to rise to the surface. It's in the, in the reports it says that it's going to be 10 to 10 degrees hotter in the 50 mile radius. And not only that, all the billions of water that's going to be contaminated and taken out. And not only that, how much uh, waste they're going to store. Uh, and but you know it goes back to the federal government and the the critical laws that prevent these kind of things from happening. And if it does, it holds them accountable. Well, Rosalind Copper has been exempt from all of that. And so when people say, how come, you know, our Apache position isn't really being effective? Well, everything that we are in our religion and in our, uh, our historical uh, evidence, every one of these things have been exempt from the law. So the universities here in Arizona, you know, the military records, the federal government itself, the federal agencies have all this important critical information, but we cannot use it in the case because John McCain exempt them from that. And, and that's what I want to make clear to your audience. Yes, please. Why this is so critical, why it's so critical to understand that we need the country's support because it's going to kill, you know, a female. Um, it's going to the climate is going to get really bad, worse here in Arizona. And you're talking about, you know, groundwater uh, uh, and water from, from, from the top surface. All of this is going to be contaminated and also the tributaries. And the reason why I say that strongly is because, again, they're exempt from all these federal laws. Can you, but I'm sorry, because, to, can you explain to our listeners how John McCain managed to get these exemptions for this company? Okay, so so what happened? What happened in two thousand two, when when Resolution Copper was trying to work with the uh, congressional people, uh, we had the federal agency on our side. We had information, and remember, it wasn't nothing was exempt yet, and we're arg arguing these critical topics, and so we did have support. There was there was no movement until um, 
uh, Congressman uh, Paul Gosar with, with Ann Kirkpatrick of Arizona <coughs> pushed it, but they didn't have enough votes. We had enough people still on the position, the fact that listening to the federal agency as well, that this is not even comparable. I mean, this is really an ugly deal. And again, in 2014, uh, in, in the National Defense Bill, what we didn't know was John McCain was behind a lot of this. And so when these two senator or two congressional leaders couldn't get it passed, he came out. And when he came out, he stuck it in the National Defense Bill, a must-pass bill, a late-night writer with an hour before the votes uh, and, and got it passed. And that's how the exemptions were given to a foreign mining company to take, you know, this land and, and the critical resources and, you know, and the future devastation that's going to come. Uh, that's how they were able to get um, this land. Uh, well, in the movement of getting it uh, through legislation until we started to fight them. So what they're going to mine copper there. That's, a, that's what they want to do, mine the copper? What's that? They want to mine copper? Yeah, they want to mine copper. Well, see, you know, again, you know, they got away with so many different things uh, because one of the things that why uh, also um, John McCain was interested in this was because they were gonna, there was going to be a cavity. And what he what what some of the reports had shown was that he wanted to put nuclear waste in this in this cavity that that supposedly was going to happen. But what they found was there they found traces of uranium. So you cannot put nuclear waste with active uranium. So there are critical minerals in this uh, ore and other than copper. And so we know, you know, we know for a fact that there's something bigger and greater that they're after because they're, they're not caring about what they're going to destroy. And, you know, being a past leader, chairman and council, you know, councilman for over, you know, 30 years plus, and going to D.C. and having these midnight uh, meetings with congressional leaders whispering to me, you know, they did tell me that that Arizona in the future was become the southern part of Arizona was going to become a, a wasteland because of all the copper mines. And they they really applauded me for fighting because nobody else is fighting, you know, what's going to how Arizona is going to be in the southwest. And so, um, you know, it's it's just really ugly all the way around. And, and, and that's the only way, you know, John McCain uh, had to get it done was was put in a, as a late night writer. Yes, we see so many nefarious projects pass attached to supposedly must pass legislation that would never pass in the, if they had Lloyd Day on it. But that, um, that's right. Uh, you say they will construct cavities to, to get the copper. Well, that that was the first initial talk. Was that once they took the copper, it would leave a big cavity hole where he could put nuclear waste in there. But then the actual report showed that it's going to subside. The whole thing is going to drop, and that's what I was saying. It's going to it's it's going to be a two mile wide, uh, more than a thousand feet down. You know, and it's be one of the deepest pit holes, and that's why there's going to be 184 degrees is going to rise to the surface. And this is all in our sacred land. This is where I'm talking about the female and all these things that are in abundance there. It's going to totally drop and be gone forever. This will leave an open pit if they pull a scratch out? It'll be open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a huge, deep, open pit. I and see. that's what I was saying. You know, right now, if, if you ever had the chance to come to Oak Flats, you'll see how the weather, you know, shifts from, from the 
from the uh, weathers that come, the weather storms that come in from California or from Mex- from Mexico. They come right over the, the the points of the mountains, and the mountains carve them, and and they they are sent in the direction uh, where they where they would go. But once this uh, pit uh, becomes there, uh, 184 degrees rising to the top. What they also say now is that the moisture will disappear. So not only where we are going to be affected, but where these clouds go will be no longer getting to the places they normally get to. So these are all critical things that in a study like um, the environmental impact study, you know, will clearly show that. And that's why they didn't want to get, uh, they didn't want to follow the laws because, you know, I, I think you would have all of Arizona and you would have people across this country standing up if they realized and they knew what they were doing. But get an exemption, you know, they can hide the whole thing. So what what products will, will the copper be used in if they, what, what, what do they want to use the copper for? Well, you know, what, what, they, what they're saying right now is 75% of the copper is going to leave this country. Uh, the, the initial, you know, the initial argument is 75% of copper is going to Asia and 25% was going to stay here in America. That was in 2002 to 2010, 11, 12. And then when John McCain passed the bill, that information still stood. Then now they're talking about because the country is becoming aware, people are joining this fight. So now they switch and they said that, you know, they're going to build a smelter in Utah and some of the stuff are going to Utah. But they haven't really said, you know, about the 75 percent still going to Asia. As far as we know, it's it's still going uh, to Asia, and and they say China is going to be, you know, is the biggest person that's going to receive, you know, all of this. And if there's any kind of uranium in the very beginning, they talked about giving that to Iran. And what really blows me away, you watch all this news, you know, and they're talking about China, they're talking about Iran, and yet right here, right here in America, we have two foreign mining companies who made it clear to our congressional people. That seventy-five percent is going. To is okay. And in the you know, rent to say no. You know, these minerals are not leaving. But it, it's just so crazy. What do they make with the copper? What products come from it? Well. You know, I mean, many things. I guess, you know, anything that has to do with electricity, vehicles, computers, and wherever it's needed. Um, but, you know, as you see the reports of America, there's enough copper in, in, in the, um, uh, one of the departments for the United States had already came out and said that copper isn't needed. Copper is not a critical, is critical right now to be on the critical list. And, um, you know, uh, it's it's just it's just crazy. I mean, I I just wish people can get more involved and, and really uh, go to our website and connect to those information that will we'll take them to it, and they'll see how crazy this whole thing is. So, at this point, where are you at in terms of being able to stop this project? Well, where we are right now, the the Apache stronghold, we we had filed uh, under the religion. And under the 1852 treaty, um, we had filed in the district court in Phoenix, and of course, you know, one federal judge heard that and 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 did not grant us uh, 
what we were requesting for uh, because of the immediate harm that it will create uh, to our people, to this region, and to the religion. And uh, so we appealed it through the Ninth Circuit Court. Uh, we went to the Ninth Circuit Court. That was uh, two to one. The three judges heard it. It was two to one. But the one judge in between, you know, she didn't go either or. She just mentioned that, you know, uh, the land hasn't transferred yet, so she didn't see it deemed critical. One of them really, you know, slammed us more resources for America. Then slammed back, you know, that this was wrong, you know, under the, uh, the Constitution of the United States and the freedom of religion, and that it is immediate harm because you have a whole place that's holy that's going to be destroyed forever that we'll never be able to go back to practice our religious ways because it was again two to one and, and uh, on my way to the Supreme Court uh, our, our attorneys got a call from um, the Ninth Circuit Court because there were judges that disagreed so it was called an embankment uh, I mean you know you have the choice of having them re rehear it or go to the Supreme Court so it was so this time our our case was heard by 11 federal judges and, and, and against the United States and so um, so they haven't rendered a decision but just about two three weeks ago uh, Resolution Copper Rio Tinto and BHP petitioned the federal court um, to join the United States and the United States you know um, you know I don't I, you know they must they all agree and so the United States agreed uh, to have them join the case and the federal judge just ruled on that like I said about two weeks ago and now we're fighting uh, you know we're fighting the United States for this wrongdoing of this land uh, but now we're, we're now fighting uh, Rio Tinto and BHP two foreign mining companies have now joined the fight against the Apaches and the Apache stronghold on our religion and you know it's just amazing you know I you know, I would think the American people here would be so upset, you know, that the first people, the indigenous people are, are now being um, attacked by two foreign mining companies. And it's just amazing to me that it's it's not getting out there as the way it should, because, uh, you know, uh, you know, being foreign, foreign companies that, you know, uh, in the first place, don't really care for America. And yet our congressional people are, you know, giving them the platter and everything. Um and not even caring about the people of America, what's going to happen to us? So right now you are in court. The appeals yes. are the appeals are hearing this. Yes, they, we we they have not rendered a, a decision yet, so we're we're waiting on the decision. Do you have a sense of how long that will be? Uh, they tell me it could be any time. It could be in a week. It could be another month or two. Um, so we're 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 waiting. <laughs> If that goes against you, can you appeal to the Supreme Court? Oh yeah, no, I'm on my way to the Supreme Court because um, <laughs> okay, you, you know because they already they already messed up. The United States messed up. You know they uh, they're fighting me on my on our religion. They're fighting us that you know it does not exist that the spiritual part of of who we are as Native people don't exist, and that you know and, and if they can disconnect us from the land. Then you know they're there it's free game for them to do as well with what they want to do, and that's why the American people need to understand that if you look at what Congress is doing, a lot of the federal lands i mean we all have a say what people need to understand is we have all have a say on federal land, and what you see the United States doing right now is giving so much of federal land to corporations 
And if you really do an outline, you see how much corporations own so much of this country. And then it ties into foreign interests. And, and you have a lot of foreign people, uh, companies tied, just like here. You know, as soon as this happened, China's going to own 4% of here in Arizona on this copper mine. And, and, and again, that's what really amazes me. You hear all these arguments on TV. You hear all these arguments on congressional people talking about China. And they're going to own 4%. It, it it just blows me away that you know they're in the first place they're not they've never been truthful and it's you know like i said it's, it's just a mere uh, uh the foundation is not even not even a foundation that they describe to all the people you know born in this country and and live here in this country because the people is not their first interest it's, it's the minerals it's the, it's the land base and it's where they can make money that's what matters so I realized that this is not an, this is not an American issue. It, it's a world issue because it's just tied all over the world. I mean, it's it's crazy. If things do not go your way in the Supreme Court, is there anything that can be done through legislation? Well, that's a, that's how easy it is. You know, Congress can right now any congressional leader um, can can create a, reg, a legislative uh, ruling or law and save Oak Flats. I mean, that's as simple as that. And and they're not doing it. And, you know, again, that's how much ties they have to these foreign mining companies. And but then you find you find them in uh, investing in their campaign. I mean, that's how a lot of these guys in Arizona gotten paid, you know, they, through campaign and 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 they're tough. I mean, if you go against them, they're in your they're in your town, they're in your city. They're in your state, you know, buying off everybody else, you know, and and then now you have a war against your own people because, you know, for them, money talks. And, and there's so many people that are uh, being suppressed that, you know, they'll take the money, even politicians. And, and it's sad because that's where a lot of politicians have turned their back on us because, you know, they've taken, you know, an in-kind uh, from these mining companies. They're everywhere. Is there any is there any congressional members that are sympathetic to your case? There, there is. They're just not the majority, you know. Um, I'll give you an example. So when I was when I was in Washington uh, meeting congressional leaders, you know, they would tell me that they they can't help me because it's John McCain, it's Arizona, but that if I can create a movement within their state. And their con constituents began to question them on this decision they're making. What's this decision that's been made in Arizona? Then they, they would have to tell John McCain that you know, hey, now it's affecting my my election, and that's how they can help. And then the other thing they got back to me when I was visiting in Washington lobbying is when they also told me this time that John Mah John McCain sits in several committees and he's 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 threatening them that. Um, some of their projects for their state will not go through or within the region. And I mean, it's just, it's just really a big monopoly, right. but there are those that there are those who support. Are they willing to uh, propose le legislation for you? Are they willing to propose? Hello. Hello. He lost him. No, I'm wondering if Hello? they're, he he's not hearing us for some reason. Uh, he's frozen. Yeah. Okay. We're trying to get oh, you back. Okay. There you are. 
I, I hear you now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, a little technical glitch there. Thank you, listeners, for hanging in there with us. I'll take a moment to reintroduce the show. My guest tonight is Wensler Nosey. He is a traditional San Carlos Apache member. We were talking about his efforts to stop the copper mining in Oak Flat, sacred land, land that's sacred to the Apache people of San Carlos. So, um, <clears throat> yes, I'm sure that for a congressional member to pick up your, the cause for you, they have to also put their neck out for other things. McCain is threatening their projects in other areas that are important to their constituents. So I'm sure you have a tough road ahead of you here. Yeah, and, and you know, being that I understand this and I've been in this fight for years, you know, that's 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 why I've turned to the American people across this country. Because if, if there's, you know, it is true that the people have the power if we want to do things right. And that's why it's so critical to me that religious people are joining, religious organizations are joining. Uh, we're, you know, if I win, you know, if, if the ruling doesn't favor us, uh, once they make that decision soon, and we're on our way to the Supreme Court, and this is where I'll be reaching out to many of the different religious groups across this country. To Who has joined you? Forever, and that's where our angels and, and our prayers and the way we are as people uh, and what we've all known it to be since the beginning is going to be totally wiped out. And, you know, one of the things that I guess I want to say, you know, uh, in, in fighting for this, um, making uh, written statements by over 4,000 people, and this one lady um, made a, also made a, a, a religious uh, spiritual um, statement and when I turned that into the United States, uh, the, the, the Tonto National Forest with their attorney, it was stamped in as a record. You know, uh, all my stuff that we had did uh, based on our study, I mean, based on the positions of our people and the people. Uh, but anyway, uh, just not feeling right. I went back through all the documents and end up finding out that one document was removed. And so I asked and I asked the question to them, why was this one statement um document removed and the response to me was that she's a white lady and i see i i know that <laughs> okay. i know she's a white lady but why why was it pulled and they then that's where they made it clear to me that the only ones in america that can claim any kind of religious spiritual happening is native people so that's when i said you mean white people black people asian people and everybody in between can't and they said no that they have a bible you know and you know, oh, a lot Lord. of these things have happened in the other side of the world, but here uh, not. And I said, now it all makes sense to me why, um, you know, uh, the white Americans are non-American, uh, uh, why white Americans, African-Americans, Asians, and so forth, why they can't help us is because the United States will not give them, you know, or recognize a spiritual connection. And that and then, every, you know, another whole door opened for me and and made me realize that you know man we are in a religious you know battle here in america because american people don't even know that if you're just going to your church every sunday and you know dispersing after your your church they they're happy with that but if you have any kind of spiritual connection with the creator you know they're not going to afford that to you because you're not from here then i told them i said and you guys call this place your home I mean, you guys, you know, I look on TV and you guys are, you know, yelling and screaming, America, America, America. And I said, man, this is a colonized country. This is a corporate country. 
because that's what it leads to. So if you're white, you're only allowed to pray in church, not out in the desert somewhere. Yep, that's that's, that's, that's really crazy. That's really crazy. That's what. Yeah, and that and that's why I'm, that's why you if you look if you look at my documents online, you see a lot a lot of uh, people that belong to a congregation or belong to a church. A lot of the congregations are joining the fight now because, uh, and a lot of them are talking to their priests. Now we have a lot of priests, uh, reverends, and pastors, you know, joining joining our battle because now you know it pertains to them too. So I tell them that, you know, to me it seems like when you guys when 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 America started, they they clipped your roots to the earth, to the spirit. Them, I said, not that I'm saying it doesn't exist; it does exist, but them and themselves cut it. And so with Native Americans, I said, they're trying to do the same thing they did to all of you people, to us now, so that we have no claims to any of these lands that are spiritual. And I said, now I get it. This is a war on evil, you know, and, and that's why the American people got to wake up. People got to wake up because, you know, we're, we're all sleeping in this thing with what is evil taking control over us. There's a man that I admire very much. He's passed away now. You may be in a home John Trudell. He was a great speaker on this topic, and he used to say something that you say, you know what, God's first Americans, because they try everything on us first, and then they go to you. <laughs> this seems like a prime case of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and and a lot of people who spoke like that, you know, probably ran across it, and and but for me, you know, I'm making sure I take it public to let the American people know that you know, uh, as long as <laughs> as long as you're out of the way. You're not having any kind of spiritual connection, then they're happy with you, and and that's the American dream. Yes, you can own a car, but not anything else. <laughs> so, yep. um, are these are these religious organizations? Are they filing in court with you as friends of uh, friends of your yeah. case? Yeah, they're, they're so what they're doing now is that they can get all, on 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 our web web page. We have the information with our attorneys and. A lot of these uh, church organizations are now getting with our attorneys and working with them and getting ready uh, for us to go to the Supreme Court because, you know, you know, it, it, it's time we correct this. It's time we fix this. And that's why I said this in the beginning that, you know, we we are good. You know, we're the right people to to give a report on how America has done uh, this this way of life and and. It's really um, devastating because it's going to be devastating because there are things that are just not enough anymore. And especially with the water, because once the water goes, everything goes. So where I was talking about with Oak Flats and Chebec of Tet, there's billions of water that's going to be gone, going to be, you know, actually polluted. Um, nothing's going to live. And then with them dewatering, everything on the top surface is going to die. So you're talking about acorns that, can feed thousands of people. You're talking about red berries. You're talking about, you know, medicine plants that they still harvest for some of the pharma pharmacies that they use for medical stuff. And then the animals, the, the, the still live wild animals that we have. I mean, all of that's going to be killed. And, and where do you go for that? I mean, you have to go, you know, several hundred miles to the next place. But, you know, if you look at America, a lot of these places are being killed. A lot of them are being destroyed. And, and that's what really worries us, because what kind of people are we are we going to become? The dependency will be on corporations to keep us alive, and what kind of food they're going to produce. Because what we would say here is that once everything's destroyed, 
these places like Oak Flats will be there yet, and it'll, it'll be able to to still provide to the human people. But when it's gone, it's gone, and and the religion is going to go. And here here comes death. You know, that's what's coming to Arizona. That's what's coming to the people. And and that's why I say, you know, and I don't, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I know they always point across the ocean and say the holy war, the holy war. Well, here is where it's happening because here in America, you have so many diverse people from so many different parts of the world that you, if you can imagine it, we just do it right. How much influence will we have all over the world to make the world better? But, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, this country and not looking at that as a priority. People are not the priority and they only live for now. And, and that's what's so scary. And, and I, you know, again, you know, we, we can change this if the people of this country, you know, get on board and, and, and see the right road that we need to be on. And, and I know that for myself, I'm really as a native person, I'm really you know, out there to help so that we can get on the right road. Do you foresee if uh, <clears throat> if the court cases do not go your way, and they start to move mining equipment into their area, do you foresee uh, doing civil disobedience there? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call in all the religious people, all the I'm gonna put all the churches and everybody on call. You know, I, I already I am already putting them on call. That they better be here, you know, and everybody better bring their best attorneys, and and we better start turning the arms of these congressional people. Because like I said, all they have to do is introduce an important, I mean, an emergency legislative bill. That's all they have to do. That's all. You know, and 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 they're going to kill. They're going to murder this place. So, you know, if people are really religious and Christian and, you know, believe in God and, and the creation, well, you know, it's time you better stand up because you can't depend on the on, on the federal government to do it because they're so messed up and you can't you can't depend and corporations to do it because they're not going to do it. That, that's their bread and bread and butter. But there's so many religious people, and if we all believe in God and we believe in the greatest gift that God gave the world is Mother Earth, then we need to stand up for it. So I'm calling on all these people because it's, it's time that they 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 really um, do God's work. I'm thinking of uh, Thacker Pass where they are stopping lithium mining on on Shoshone and Shoshone. Excuse me, Shoshone land in Nevada, and they have done some direct action there already. I, I believe several people have been arrested on stopping the equipment from going there and mining lithium. That could play out in your area, I suppose, at Oak Flat. Oh, yeah, but this time I'm going to have white people. I'm going to have black people. I'm going to have Asian people. <laughs> okay. I mean, because it's going to take all of us. It's going to take all of us to stop this. It's, you know, the Indian people, like what you see happening there, are trying. They're crying, they're hurting, you know, they're playing by the rules like we we are. But you know what? What's missing is the white people, the black people, the Asian people, and, and everybody else in between is missing. And that's why I'm saying I'm calling on all these people, because if you call this home, then treat it like home. So I would like to ask you, what is the best way our listeners can help you? The best way I talk to people right now is, is pray, because we're, we're, we're fighting evil. We're fighting the oldest evil. This is what we're fighting. When you look at colonization and you look at capitalism, they're old. You know, they were here a long time ago. So we, we have to pray to bring ourselves back into place because if you, if you take good and evil, good and evil is created by man or by humans. So if, 
we're jumping in a vehicle that moves evil, that's what we're doing. We're not doing enough to get into the vehicle that moves good. And we have to look at ourselves. We, we have to look at ourselves and understand what we are as a people and what we need to do. So the only way we can get there is prayer, just like I was saying about how we're connected to the earth. All people are. But your government forbids you to pray on a mount, to pray where you feel it's holy. So we have to pray because we're fighting something old. And that's why I tell people, now I know what they're doing to us. They did that to you, you know, over a thousand years ago or more so when they took you off these mounds and put you in a church. And like, again, like I said, no, no, no offense to anybody, but you really need to look at it and understand it. And, and they put you in a church and they got you off these holy and sacred places to get you out of the way. And those people who first went through that were hurt and fought it, but didn't make it. And from there, it taught their children, their children, their children. And after that, it just became normal. I see that doing that, them doing it to us Native American people, because like here, they're taking us off our holy place and making us do it on the reservation uh, where it was a prison for us. And then the third, fourth generation that's going to come are going to look at San Carlos as the place that where God touched the world. But it's not. It's these old places is where he touched the world. And that's why I'm saying that it's, it's, it's so it's so critical that, you know, that it's going to take all of us to stand together because what they're doing to us is what you all went through first. Yes, I, I often think that people have forgotten <clears throat> that back in Europe, before people started coming to the, the so-called Americas, uh, the people who did not, who refused to worship in church were often burned at the stake. That's right. As witches. And, and, and that's, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying, that, you know, we have to go back to that chapter of how this all got started. And then when once we go back to that chapter, then we know how to fix it. You know, but as long as we don't go back, then there's always going to be that assumption from the second chapter of where where they all go back to. And it's it's not going to work. It's not. I mean, we all know that and we got to be all real about it. And, you know, one thing about us native people is that we know that things aren't going to change, but we can live together to secure the future for the betterment for all our children and those yet to be born and the greatest gift that God gave the world. But we have to all be on the same page. And and that's what my work is all about. That's what's taken me across the country. And I'm so grateful to a lot of these religious groups and religious churches who, have, who now have me talking in these churches. But like I said, you know, I, we're, you know, it's not going to stop. And, and, and when if everything else fails through the system, which is their system, then you're going to see religious people from all different faith, all different colors, all of us there at Oak Flats. Because I'm going to call on them. You know, we're, we're all going to be judged. We're, you know, right now we're all being watched by the Creator. Do you travel around with this message to people? Oh, yes. Yeah, I just, I was all the way up in Seattle. I was up in Utah. I'm, I'm in Nevada. And I'm, I just, I was in New York. Uh, I was just in Minnesota. Uh, I just got back a, few, a, a day ago. So, you know, a lot of people are calling for me to um, bring the message so that they can join the fight. And and that's where I feel great because it gives me a lot of hope. You know, it doesn't give me hope in Congress, you know. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, but, you know, with the hope of the, the, the religious people, of all people, that's where it gives me hope. You know, because if you ever come see, you know, my gathering, you know, it, it's all diverse people. 
because it's a religious movement. It's a spiritual movement. And, and, and like I said, you know, um, these guys are not going to listen to Indians. They never did. You know, look, look, look what they've done to us for the past 500 years. And like I tell my native brothers and sisters, you know, that, that if we go at this alone, there's no way, you know, but we have to get, we have to get those who have gone through it before us. And I said, believe it or not, it's the white people, you know, no, no, what happened to the black people and the Asian people and everybody else. I said, we, they, they need to stand beside us. I said, it's kind of like the last arrow, the last spiritual arrow to be sh shot at this evil. I said, but we, we got to be smart. I said, we really got to, we really got to be smart and, and do it religiously and stay in that spiritual road. Because we're fighting evil. I said, I'm not, I'm not angry at those men who are working at the mines uh, who are there. I said, it's what they stand, it's what's behind there that's doing these things to them. You know, that's, I said, that's my war is, is the fact that this ugly evil who's destroying the greatest gift that God gave the world, I mean, gave to us is the Mother Earth. And this evil doesn't like that gift. I said, that's what I'm fighting. I really am. I'm so pleased with your answer when I said, "What can people do to help?" You used to pray. I'm so used to people saying, "Oh, call the congressman, I'll write a letter to the president," and you said, "Just pray." <laughs> I really like the answer. Yeah, you know, because look how far we got. You know, I'm a, I'm a former tribal leader. I'm just a tribal member, and these are people who 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 hold the earth, you know, to their hearts as a gift from god and you know and then as long as we're protecting god's greatest gift you know this is what they hate me for this is what the mining company hate me for is protecting the water protecting the animals protecting everything that sits above you know the, the acorns the, the the red berries and all these critical things that you know take us into the next day and on you know is what i'm standing for and that's what they hate me for and that's what you know, Resolution Copper, you know, everybody who says all these bad things, you know. But yet, I say, look, look what they're doing. They're blowing holes, they're contaminating water, they're killing animals. You know, they're destroying the atmosphere with, with toxic things that are released into the air. You know, they're exempt from all federal laws. I mean, come on, you know, look at the difference, <laughs> you know. Yes. That's evil. So, that again, that's why I say, you know, prayers have really been great. You know, we've been blessed in moving forward when people thought this fight was over. So your comments fit very nicely into the theme of my show, which is surviving late-stage capitalism. <coughs> What's next? What do you see as the next for, for us as Hello? human beings? Oh, it was Jesus, man. Can you see him like me? He's frozen. I'm sorry, we seem to have another technical glitch here. Uh, I can see him on the screen. He's frozen, and he can't hear me. I don't think. I'll talk for another minute or two. We'll see if we get him back. If not, we'll go to closing time. There we go. I can see him, but not hear him. Okay, I can hear you guys. Okay. My question, as we come to the close of the show, the theme, my theme is surviving late-stage capitalism. What's next? What do you think is next? What would you like to see it be next for us as human beings? Well, you know, um, we we have to adjust, you know, because th there's only enough, you know. There's there's, you know, when when everybody came to America, yes, there was plenty then, but not anymore because we allowed these corporations to destroy those very things that 
will lead on to the future. And then on top of that, it also makes the human being a corporate person. And we began to disconnect from everyone else. So like I was saying that, you know, I see that here with our people is because we were one huge community, you know, working, helping each other to where now it's trying to make us individual people and not help anybody anymore. And the demands of providing for a corporate world is demanding to where it it destroys that fabric of what family life is all about. So I guess what I'm saying is that we're smart enough to know that we have to adjust. In anything that we do, we're always adjusting. And it's time that America makes those adjustments. But we as people need to be truthful. We as people need to educate our children for better tomorrow. Because I've seen those things happen when young people have made a difference in leadership roles. And we're old enough to be honest to tell our children which is the wrong world and which is the right world. But with a lot of people, they got to get over over the fact that, you know, not being a billionaire is the answer. You know, it's about helping people. It's about making it work. And um, I think, you know, for me, that's where I really put my energy to no matter what kind of young man, young woman I'm talking to. Because if I could change somebody in this country that's going to be a mayor, a senator, a president, to begin to include those factors in and be the example, you know, if we're going to keep this system, you know, and then again, too, the people need to look at their loyalty of Democrats and Republicans. For me, they're no different from each other, you know, and and because they're loyal to that versus to the people. So there is hope, but that goes into us really taking the time to tell our children the truth. Can you uh, tell our lis- listeners the website so they can go there and get more information? It's, um, let, me, let me make sure. It's Apache's, Teresa? Apache-stronghold.com. Apache okay. We're almost at 8 o'clock. I really, really am so excited to have you on tonight. Thank you for being with us. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you to the listeners. And, and like I said, I'm just being honest, And but, but we can do it. We can all do it together. Thank you so much. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.